All right, good morning, everyone. Hello, happy Friday. Thanks for being here. So lovely to see you all here. Uh, and for everyone who is listening later on the podcast, welcome to you too. Thanks for carving a little bit of time out of your day to come and to sit with us and to sit with your tea. This month's theme uh, here in December, we are exploring darkness. And if you are listening on the podcast, uh, you won't be able to see Adam and I, <laughs> but we are practicing with uh, darkness as much as we can today in our own spaces. We don't have our studio lights on or anything like that. And maybe something to consider for yourself in your own space as you are getting setting up today. Uh, how might you be able to practice in darkness during this time? Uh, at the time that we're gathering here today on, uh, on this morning, I've been, been awake for a little over two hours now and I haven't turned on any of the lights in my house. <laughs> um, and it's been really interesting. It's actually been a really, um, a space with a lot of texture to intentionally do that and to consider what that feels like. And so there may be some way that you could practice that yourself uh, as you are sitting for this session, even in, in just like a, a small little step way. Maybe it's having one less light on. Um, you know, maybe it's uh, if you're listening to the recording, it's having your phone or your computer away from you so you don't see the light coming back as you are sitting with the with the device nearby. Maybe it's having a candle lit and encouraging most of your light to come from that one source. And just notice what that feels like. Notice what it feels like to just have things be a little bit different in your space. And to begin our practice this morning, where we have our hot water heating next to us and everything that we need in our space to be as cozy as possible, let's take uh, a little bit to help us get settled into the body. So wherever you're sitting, uh, whatever space that you're in, go ahead and let's intentionally adjust our posture. Let's make ourselves as comfy and cozy as we can. And as we're getting settled in today, we're going to spend some time just noticing where we might feel tension in the body. Today, where we might feel tension in the body. It's something that as we explore the space of darkness, that we might become aware of that more. And there could be a whole host of reasons why. Maybe some of those will be what we uncover this month together. But as you are sitting in your chair or on the floor or wherever is comfortable for you today, once you arrive to that spot, let's begin with a little bit of settling First, making sure that we can feel both of our feet on the floor. Just really noticing this sensation of floor beneath us. And taking a moment to maybe just take in a slow inhale. And as slow as comfortable exhale. Just reminding ourselves that we are here together, present in this moment. 
for the moment, just allow the gaze to be wherever feels comfortable and like it's a nice little place to just rest for a bit. So the eyes could be closed, but it also might feel more accessible, more comfortable to start just by looking at something that is soothing in your space. And perhaps something that looks different if you're practicing with a little bit of darkness, something that has the color palette has shifted and you get to see it in a way that you're not used to. And the quality of light around the object is shaped and changed in a different way. And darkness also encourages a kind of slowness. And those of us who might be practicing in the morning, we can observe this slowness for how slow the light changes in your space as it gradually gets a little bit brighter. And the shadows and light mixture on objects in your tea area start to change. And see where we can invite that slowness for ourselves into the body. And again, this invitation to just consider where we might feel tension in the body. And just acknowledging it. We don't have to fix it or correct it. We're just present with it. We're going to guide our awareness of it, though, in today's practice. So... If it's comfortable for you and accessible for where you are, wherever you're practicing, I invite you to place one hand over the heart center. It could be your left hand or it could be your right hand. Just one hand over your heart center. And really noticing the palm of your hand and your fingertips making contact with your chest. what it feels like for the hand to feel the warmth of the chest and for the chest to feel the warmth of the hand and the weight. Noticing your breath move underneath the hand. And notice if this brings any awareness to the surface tension that might be there. Sense of tiredness, sense of fidgety, sense of uncertainty, busyness. Just what happens when you make contact with yourself to that awareness. with our other hand to assist us. Let's bring our attention and our awareness to the middle of the eyebrow, the center of your eyebrow, and maybe placing one or two fingertips between the eyebrows and just invite this area to soften. 
soften and unfurl the eyebrow. Maybe even like lightly stroke this area if that feels nice. Just soften. And then invite the jaw to soften. Maybe placing a couple fingertips on one side of the jaw, maybe right at the joint area there. And then on the other side, just moving nice and slow. And notice the awareness of this part of your body underneath the fingertips. You just encourage to soften. Soften your chin. Just place a couple fingertips on the chin. The right cheek. And the left cheek. And then the base of the throat, if it feels comfortable to just rest the fingertips at the base of the throat. And then we can rest this other hand in our lap if we like. Just noticing what it's like to have the palm resting maybe on top of the knee or on top of the thigh. Bring your awareness to your whole face. Just notice now after a little bit of care and attention, can we soften the whole face? And also still noticing our hand that's resting over our heart. And then now lower both hands just into the lap with ease, just allowing them to be soft, to just rest maybe on top of the knees or on top of the thighs. And here too, notice the weight of your hands on top of your legs. And this invitation for the large muscles of the legs to soften. Extending that warmth and that weight from your hands to the tops of the legs. And we'll practice one more little invitation to soften the tension together here before our tea. So place one or both hands over the belly, anywhere along the abdomen. It could be directly the front over the navel, it could be the low belly or the sides, just placing the hands over the abdomen. As much as comfortable just breathing into both your hands. Doesn't have to be in an exaggerated way, just noticing that the breath moves with the hands.
extending some comfort and awareness to yourself. You often carry a lot of tension in the front of the body in particular. And so as much as possible, we just ask our belly to soften and to be here with us. And then now take one or both hands and place them at the small of your back. Maybe just like right behind where your kidneys would be, just above the tailbone. And breathe into this area too. Maybe just encouraging the low back to let go a little bit. Just soften, allow the tailbone to curve a little bit less. Sometimes, especially if we're sitting in a different position or we're holding a little bit of tension or nervousness, we might curl forward in our spine more than we intend to. Let's see if we can invite the low belly to come in a little bit and the low back to release down. It might even just be like a little millimeter of a movement. You might feel a moment where the low back is just working a little less hard. You might just simply enjoy the feeling of the breath moving in this part of the body too. And give ourselves a little pat on the low back. Good job, low back. We can release the hands back into the lap again. Just coming back into the whole of you. Whole of you in this moment, in whatever darkness is open and accessible for you this time. And when you're ready, let's go ahead and expand our awareness to include our friend T waiting here for us. Go ahead and pick up your T that you have called into the space this morning, holding your little dish or your little pouch that holds your tea leaves. And just bring the leaves to the nose nice and close and breathe in and out over the leaves. And as you're doing this, just notice your own position of groundedness and awareness. So you enjoying a moment with your breath and with your tea while also still being aware of the place where you're sitting. And the feeling of gravity and stability in your seat. And then when you're ready, just serve yourself a little bit of tea. 
nice pinch of leaves from your hands directly to your bowl. However much you think that you need today, a little bit more, a little bit less, depending on how you're feeling. And first just pause to notice the leaves resting at the bottom of the bowl and the shadows that are present inside the bowl, as well as the light that's present inside the bowl. And how the two blend together, they come together, they support each other. And that there is a calm quiet inside the tea bowl here. Whenever you're ready, go ahead and make any movement you need in your space to get your hot water. So maybe it's right next to you or it's in another room. Just take your time. And once you do have your hot water, making your way back to your seat, adjusting the posture till you're comfortable. It's going nice and slow. Once you are settled and comfortable again in your body, go ahead and slowly add water over your leaves. And notice if the darkness in your space changes the visual of this part of your practice at all. What do you notice about the steam coming up from your bowl? What do you notice about how well you can see the water? Or maybe you can see the water just fine, but the quality of the light and the shadows in the bowl is just different. What is the space like immediately around your tea bowl? As your tea bowl sits here and waits with you, steeping tea. When it feels comfortable, we can rest our hands alongside the bowl, either touching the bowl or just a little breath of air between the palm of the hand and the bowl itself, just enough so we can feel the warmth of the water. And this is an invitation to continue this softening of tension. Muscles of the palms, muscles of the fingers. As we sit here and just watch what's happening with our tea, the slowness that the leaves need to take their time. 
the permission that the tea gives itself to do this at different points in time. Some leaves soften and open up right away. Others may spend the rest of our whole time together. It's mostly looking very much the same that they do now. Consider for yourself what your own relationship to darkness does to your sense of time. How do you feel time in your body when we can't either see as well or we don't have the same kind of quantity of light that we're used to here in the northern hemisphere? We're getting into nearly our very shortest time of the year. When the days seem like they end quite earlier, but our feeling of time is thrown off. Is there a way that we can connect with the natural darkness in a way to ease this tension, not create more of it? by just considering what can we feel and what can we see. And rather, what can we only feel and see when we allow ourselves to be in darkness? We can lift our tea bowl, bring it to our nose, Allow ourselves a moment to be with our breath and be with our tea. Yeah, and then just this awareness of what does this practice feel like when we do it in a different way, in a different space than how we're used to. Just a little bit less light, a little bit less connection to the schedule of the world around you. What does it feel like to be aware of your own slowness and connection in this moment? As we breathe with the tea, what softness can we create inside the body? It's breathing in the warmth of the tea, that warmth that is created in the folds of darkness between the leaves and at the bottom of the bowl. It's sort of softness and release of tension is offered to the body when we can be present with this tea. And if it feels comfortable, taking a sip of the tea. 
first sip offered to the darkness that is inside the body. An offering to the nose and to the mouth, to the throat and to the belly. Warm and loving places that we can't see with light, but we can feel inside. We can feel with warmth inside when we interact with our tea. So just notice how it feels to wake up with your tea this morning as you hold your bowl, this first sip, what comes to you? You can stay in that slowness as long as you like, or whenever you're ready, moving on to a second sip. Noticing the weight of the tea and the texture of it, the spaces that it fills, the areas that it extends its warmth and invitation to soften, invitation to just to be here in the present. And moving at your own pace whenever you feel that you'd like another sip, go ahead and do so. just little by little we take in a little tea and we notice how it creates more an awareness of the whole of the space inside of the body and from the inside out encouraging connection and release of tension. A process that we also can't see that happens in the dark, but we can feel it. And so just moving as slowly as you need today Drinking as much tea as you like, pausing for as long as you like between each sip to just appreciate the warmth and the weight of the bowl that you hold. And to notice the shifting of color and shadow inside the bowl. And just continuing this invitation to hold any tension that you may be aware of in your thoughts or in your body. It's just gentle awareness. This is a process of working through. And knowing that the tea is here for you the whole time.
That's a mantra that I learned from uh, my dear friend and colleague, Serena Rashman. And Serena learned that mantra from Gary Kraftsau. And Gary Kraftsau likely learned that mantra from TKV Desikachar. And TKV Desikachar likely learned that mantra from Sri T. Krishnamacharya. And after that, the clarity of transmission goes dark for me. I don't know who, uh, who brought that into the next sphere, right? Um, and when we think about ancestry, there is this, uh, you know, many, many of us are curious about our own uh, ancestral lineages, maybe we've done some <clears throat> DNA kind of um, sample testing to figure out uh, exactly how we're comprised in that way. And then we also may have received stories uh, from living ancestors, uh, relatives. And so we have these different dimensions of um, knowing that comprise us. But all of those, if we follow all of those pathways, they will eventually arrive at the mystery of darkness. That mantra that I just chanted can be translated as uh, I am wisdom, aham, the word that closes the mantra is, uh, is a way of kind of um, claiming identity, the aspect of the mind in Vedic philosophy that reinforces ego is known as the ahamkara, which you could translate as like the tool of I amness. And so in this mantra, Om Jyotir Aham, I am Jyotir is like, um, yeah, illumination or wisdom. Vedic astrology is called Jyotisha, so there's, you can hear the relationship there. So there is this sense um, of knowing as light. That's a common, is that a metaphor? Maybe it's an analogy. That's a, <laughs> that's a, a common way of, of articulating the philosophy throughout yoga and um, the word prakasha can be used to describe the dimension of awareness that is light. 
and of course, you know, we have little examples of this in our everyday lives. If you're walking at night, you know, like use a flashlight to see where you're going. That uh, there is a relationship between light and, and knowledge. The problem is that this light-dark binary always needs to be reconciled. Um, if we only pay attention to that which we know, we start to think about knowledge as accumulation. And uh, that this life is a process of you know, trying to gain more and more uh, things that we know. But if we uh, also practice a relationship with uh, unknowing, darkness in terms of intellect, then we start to uh, sense into this much more embodied process of aliveness that involves a constant you know, movement of the flashlight, really. And one way of thinking about spiritual practice is uh, a practice of communing with the dark. Sensing into the, um, well, the numinous. There's so many beautiful words for uh, this kind of coming into being, the, the, the process of emerging. Uh, into clarity. The great uh, and recently passed painter Frank Stella spoke really beautifully about this. Uh, he's, a, he's a very beloved American abstract painter. And um, I, I listened to him speak in an interview about his call to basically creating a lifetime of works in which there's no recognizable objects or, you know, when you look at a Frank Stella painting, you're never like, oh, that's a chair. It's always shapes and color, and it never um, coheres into any sort of nameable thing. And uh, he spoke about moments of perception, moments of visual perception when you are um, trying to make out a form, like perhaps you're on a street and you're looking into the living room of a house and there are blinds. And so like you see shadows moving and your mind is, you know, always actually, that's part of cognition, is like always trying to organize perception into knowable things. Right? The, the brain, well, I won't say the brain, but that aspect of the mind is kind of like a, a lightness machine really. That maybe that's the flashlight. And so his, Frank Stella's interest in the power of the moment when you are perceiving, but you also don't know. And when he explained that, it was like, whoa, suddenly uh, painterly abstraction just really expanded for me. I was like, oh, I, get, I understand more now. So, you know, the, the spiritual practice as this 
um, this way of approaching life in its abstraction. Um, many, many of the uh, pranayama techniques, the yogic uh, techniques, subtle practices that I really love talk about the space between things. So, you know, as a, a breathing human who maybe doesn't have training in, in this, uh, maybe thinks about breath as inhaling and exhaling. But in the uh, pranayama tradition, we talk about these four parts of the breath. And the two other parts are the, the space between the inhale and the exhale, and the exhale and the inhale. And they occur naturally, but we can also sort of lean into and really focus on shining the flashlight on that uh, liminal space that, you know, is not really breath, but is uh, involved in the process of breathing. And in a lot of these practices, the placement of awareness on that which is um, inherently dark to the mind is a way of expanding awareness. So that is a real, it's a real like reminder of the power of darkness because darkness contains. Darkness is kind of the, um, the support, the space. So maybe a, a contemplation for today is when you kind of think about the, the formations, the, the activities and um, the intentions, perhaps the obstacles that currently comprise your life. If we just imagine all of those things, the things that you can name uh, about your life as it is flowing now, if we can imagine all of those, even the things that are difficult, as uh, points of light in the sense that you're paying attention to them. If we just imagine for a moment those things, like uh, you're flying over uh, the country at night, right? And sometimes you get this, if you're at the right altitude, you just see uh, all of the, the points of light where, you know, electricity and, and light is happening. If we imagine your life in that way for a moment, maybe there are some relationships, some practices, some obligations. And then we consider the space between or behind or underneath those things. And it's not, the trick is, <laughs> it's not an intellectual um, exercise. Right? Can you settle into the space between the things that you know? And just see what happens for a few breaths.
if uh, let's see, if you wanted to learn more about the painter I was talking about, uh, his last name is spelled Stella, S-T-E-L-L-A, Frank Stella. And I'm pretty sure that conversation I was referencing is on YouTube. Um, he's in his 80s when that interview is happening. It's really great. Mm. Uh, if you have questions for me, uh, you can find me uh, at info at adamgrassi.com. My last name is spelled G-R-O-S-S-I. Suits. <laughs> and you can find me at suits at beingt.com. So Tea and Contemplation is held as a live studio gathering every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. And so if you enjoy listening here on the podcast and you feel like you would really like to be in a communal space with people practicing, you should definitely come by. Uh, what happens after the end of the recording each week is we have a lovely little group sharing chime. We're, you know, chatting in the chat box. We're sharing with the whole group. Um, you know, just it's arguably the best part of tea and contemplation. So amazing. Yeah, we're having like this yeah. amazing chat today about what the the darkness means to us and it's it's really lovely so we definitely encourage you to come by whatever schedule works for you you can um, find out how to join us live in the link in the show notes for every episode until next time we'll see you soon <laughs>